Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. <clears throat> and with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignana. So, Chris, uh, anything new happening around the Giants these days or what, bud? Uh, no, just baggy day. Everybody left. And I, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, wow. Well, I guess what was expected, right, happened. Yeah. Uh, with the release, with the firing of Pat Sharma. Yeah. Um, I guess, we, listen, Jerry, we've been saying it for weeks. Yep. We expected it. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, I think I speak for you too here, it was deserved. Yes. Now, I hate to see it, you know, because you know, a lot of people don't realize that when a head coach gets fired, that means assistants get fired, right? Yeah. Family's got to get, you know, uprooted. Yep. It affects a lot of people's lives. And mm -hmm. trust what I tell you, man, you know, it wasn't a happy, you know, atmosphere around the building today. Right. It really wasn't. Right. You know, it's sort of like a, like a sad type feeling, you know, a guy gets fired, you know. Yeah. Uh, a guy that a lot of players did like, and you know, on talking to players today, there was no, you know, happiness around. Oh, you know, nothing, nothing like that, you know. But it was a move that was necessary, Jerry. Um I guess, you know, you look at yesterday's game, right? And it basically sums up Sherman's tenure here, right? It's two years. Yeah, I was going to say, Chris, um, what we thought would happen was actually two-pronged and happened, right? The other part was Gettleman stayed. You and I were saying we're pretty sure Gettleman's going to stay. Right. Uh, Mara made a comment at his presser today, which you attended, that um, most fans, you know, wanted him to stay. Uh, I'd say 30% uh, based on our Twitter, our Twitter followers, I would say 70% wanted him gone. But that wasn't too much of a surprise either that Gettleman stayed, for, for me or you at least. Wasn't a surprise. Right. Uh, we, not only did we say he was going to stay, or we kind of predicted there's a very good chance he was going to stay. Not yeah. only did we say that, but we also said that he deserves to stay. Now, I know a lot of people don't feel like that, Jerry, right? Yeah, we'll get into that now. The, the issue, the only thing... I, it's almost like buyer's remorse, right? The, mm -hmm. the thing I'm concerned with when I watched that presser, um, and, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, the take was that Mara, at least it, it felt like he reluctantly kept Gettleman. A little, a little reluctant to keep Gettleman. He just seemed angry. And, and then when he said he knows the batting average has to increase, my biggest issue now is what I'm afraid of is that they repeated 2015 all over again uh, or yep. the end of 15 when they – uh, kept the GM, got rid of the head coach, and now we have a GM who isn't a lame duck GM, but he's general managing for his livelihood now. Like, what I'm afraid of, and I know this will happen, right? We will go out and we will spend money and it will be awesome. We'll get a Shaq Barrett type and, and all the guys that we want. Um, and then we'll have a decent draft, hopefully, a very good draft, hopefully. And then next year we'll start winning and I'll be like, oh, that Gettleman's a genius. Look at this. It worked. And then... Um, into the next year after that, it's, wow, we're stuck with all these high contracts. Huh? Okay. So I, I, I'll buy into it when it's, when we start winning again. And I know, I think we will, that the foundation is here despite the disgrace that was yesterday. But, um, I was just a little surprised, I guess at the last second today, I thought maybe he's going to not repeat what he did at the end of 15. And he, he kind of did. He kept the GM, which we, which is weird because you said it, we both thought he was staying, but at the last second today, I thought, I wonder if he's going to blow it all up. And he, he kept, he kept uh, Gettleman. Okay. Um, I'm going to differ, differ from you a little bit, Jerry. Yep. Um, I, don't, I didn't sense being there, listening to Mara, 
today that he was down on Gettleman. Okay. Um, this is what I did sense, Jerry. Yep. That he was not happy with Gettleman mm-hmm. by hiring Shermer, and it blew up in Mara's face. Oh, that's fair enough. Good. Okay. So this, you know, so I don't think Mara is upset with Get- Jerry. After looking at Daniel Jones and what you, you know, basically everybody agrees is a franchise quarterback, and he hasn't even reached his ceiling yet. You can't be really upset with your general manager now because he gave him, he drafted the franchise quarterback, right? And he drafted him um, among mm. everybody laughing at him as well. Right. So, yes, right. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. the only thing, the only thing to me, Jerry, that mm. irked, irks John Mara about Dave Gettleman yeah. is that he went out and said, hey, this is the adult in the room. Yeah, right. This is the offensive guy. This guy could turn the corner for us. And guess what? It didn't. And to me, Mara is kind of pissed off at Gettleman over that. Okay. Now, Jerry, here's the difference, like you were saying about, you know, Gettleman, we got to have about 80, 90, 70, whatever the hell the number is for salary cap when, once the free agency opens up, right? Yeah. Now, if you remember, Mara, you know, basically fired Coughlin. We know that, although Coughlin resigned, but we know he, he was getting fired, yes. right? Okay. Yes. And he put Reese on notice too, though, Jerry. Oh, you he remember? did. Right. right, exactly. Now, he didn't do that with Gettleman. Gettleman's not on notice. He did not come out and say, well, you know, things are going to have to. Of course, he wants to win. Mara said that. We got to turn this around, of course. But if you remember, Jerry, he put Reese on notice, too. Yeah, he did. Back in 16 or yeah. 15, whatever, right? Yeah. He didn't do that with Gettleman. And, and the bigger difference here, I guess, also, Chris, and I, I should have said this before, is that we don't have a quarterback taking up most of the salary cap either. We have a very cheap quarterback right now. And at the time, I believe Manning was taking up a lot of the cap. Right. Uh, so that, that is a big difference as well. Now, Jerry... Reese's job was on the line, so he went out and he spent like a drunken sale on New Year's Eve, right? Right, right. Now, I know they're going to have a lot of room to play around with. I do not believe, though, Jerry, that Gettleman's going to be a madman blowing up caps for the future. Yeah, I, really I, I, I hope he doesn't. I don't want to. It's, it's funny, man. We always say it's not our money, but this is one where it's like, you know what, guys? Be prudent here. You, you, by the time they cut everybody, it's going to be like seventy-nine million or eighty million, something like that. Sure. And, and then, you know, I don't, I, I don't mean this, Chris. This is not personal. But if they cut gold, someone like Golden Tate, they're going to have more money. I don't think that'll happen. But it's not personal. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I'm just like, actually, it's so funny. I have to be so careful with the Golden Domers on this team. Like, yeah, you better be careful. Watch what you say there. Go ahead. Right. So they'll have seventy-nine million. I don't think they'll spend it all. And I don't want him to. I don't, I don't want to, you know, don't go out and sign, you know, you're going to sign Gold and you're probably going to sign Leonard Williams. Don't go out and spend the, re- the remaining 50 or so on guys just to spend it and, and bring in guys and then be in salary cap hell when you got to re-sign Barkley. You're going to have to re-sign Jones in three, four years. So I agree with you. Don't, don't do that. Jerry, uh, not only do I agree with you, don't do it. I don't think Gettleman will. Right. See, like, Jerry, it's just a little bit of a difference. Like I said, Reese was coaching. Uh, coaching. He was, he, was, he was spending money because his job was done, yeah, you know? Right. He knew his job was done. Gettleman was not in that boat. And also, now, and you know what? I just want to add one thing. Yeah. Reese probably wants to be a GM again. This is the end of the line for Gettleman probably. Well, he, you know, Jerry, you know what? It's the end of the line with Gettleman if he fails here and right. if he continues to and his age. So this yeah. is it for Gettleman. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, he right, knows right. that. He yeah. wants to go out and win it. He want, listen, you remember what he said a couple of, he wants to leave the franchise with a franchise quarterback right. and in good shape. Yeah. Now, listening to Mara today, I, I've noticed this about John. 
when he speaks to us, which isn't very often. Right. But he likes you got to read between the line with Mara. Yeah. Uh, between the lines. To me, he was saying he thought the roster was not a four and twelve roster, which we all, which you and I have been saying for uh, thirty weeks now. I don't know. And now when people say, "Oh, Jerry, Chris, what do you talk about? They're not that good to four and twelve. Well, here's a perfect example. All right, mm. is Miami? No, who which just finished five and eleven. Are they a better roster than the Giants? No. Okay, so this is the point that Mara was saying today. Right, and he, he and, didn't. Yeah. I know he's right. Like those two ego games, I know it ended up 34-17. The two ego games, the Lions game, and that that second Cowboy games were winnable games. Then you're eight and eight. And I know everybody says, oh, well, if my my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Okay, I get it. But But they were four games that were winnable, and all of a sudden you'd be an eight and eight team. Right. And but and this is what I try and I repeat myself like a babbling buffoon all the time. Right. But I I say this a million times, Jerry, and I'll say it again. Yeah. What could have been the difference in those games? Coaching. Coaching. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So basically, I, and I say this a million times, Jerry, and I'm sure you're sick of me saying, you're probably saying, Chris, shut the hell up deep down inside. No. But coaching in this league is a difference maker. Okay? Now, Mara said today, he didn't feel they were a 4-12 roster. He felt there was, he came right out and said it, John, right? He felt there was games they lost, they should have won. Yeah, right? Yes. So what is he saying to everybody? He's saying our coach wasn't good enough to win these games. Right. And and I don't want to throw dirt on, on Shermer. I really don't. But no. you're right. And I, I don't get annoyed when you say it. I just sit there and nod because I agree with you a thousand percent. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, right? There were a number of issues I had with the way we coached. There was one play, and I figured this out yesterday. There's one play in every game, and it's from the, I, it reminded me of the movie Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase, where Ed, his cousin Eddie explains to Chevy that he, he can't, that Clark Griswold rather, that he can't go down the hill because he has a plastic plate in his head. And he used to have a metal plate, but he had to get it replaced because when his wife turned on the microwave, he would piss his pants and forget his name for a half hour. That happens to me during every Giants game. I piss my pants and forget myself because of the coaching that I'm watching. And yesterday, the occasion where that happened was third and four. I had my, my it was me, my wife, my brother-in-law, my father-in-law, my sister. We're all watching the game. And I'm sitting there. It's third and four. And we have a dime package on the field. And every defensive back, and, and I love my wife, but she is not, you know, the, the, you're not Bill Belichick on defense, said, why are they behind that yellow line? And I looked at her and I, I just said, I, I don't know. And Wentz literally underhanded it. I forget who the receiver was for the first down. He practically could have underhanded, I should say. And that's the stuff you're talking about every week. That's just, that is rudimentary coaching where what the hell are you guys doing? This isn't just play calling. That's just basics of football. Know the, know the situation you're in. Third and four and you're playing eight yards off. That's, un- that's inexcusable. And I, whether it's Betcher or Shermer, that's the coaching staff. So, yes, Chris, yeah. I agree with you a thousand percent. I never get yep. tired of you saying it because it's true every week. Like like it was Jerry Rice and John Taylor out there to respect oh, they yeah. were given Greg Ward and some guy named Burnett, right? Oh, God, these guys, were, <laughs> these guys were third stringers. And you put out a tweet last night that annoyed Giant fans, but it was a thousand percent correct. You have to give it to Doug Peterson for the coaching job he did. I mean, he had guys that shouldn't be out there. And they beat our starters. How is that not folks, coaching? Listen, folks, 
Nobody hates the Eagles more than me. Trust me. I mean, Jerry, Jerry. No, I should say that. The second most <laughs> I was going to say, come on, Chris. Eagles, right? <laughs> right. But trust me, folks. Um, I despise the Eagles. I despise their fan base. But I- I'm sorry. I- I'm just not going to give, you know, I'm just not going to go out there and say, oh, they stink and we just stink less uh, more. No, come on. Right. I mean, you got to give uh, the point I was making, Jerry, yep. where behind, you know, read between the lines point I was making is that. Look at the job Doug Peterson's doing with these guys. Right. We're just some guys off the street, one guy off the practice squad, and then look at our guy <laughs> with the talent, you know, the receiving group and the offense that we have. The point being of my tweet was, well, I didn't want to come out and, like you just said, bury the guy even more, Jerry. Right. But the point being was that you see how much coaching makes a difference? And we always say it. It means right. more in football than any sport. We joke in baseball that like you set a yeah. lineup and lefty, yeah. righty, whatever. Okay, look right, at, the, right. look at the, the percentages and play them. Okay, fine. But I don't, I don't mean to minimize baseball, but, but football, man, it is. No, it's true. It is yeah. such. Co- it's all about coaching, man. Right. So much of it is. Now, Jerry, I'm going to bring up something too, man, that hasn't been brought up much. Um, but I'm going to. Listen. When you're a head coach, Jerry. Mm. You rely so much on your assistants, okay? Right. Yep. And I know everybody, I know the buck falls on a head coach. I understand that, right? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something, dude. Pat Sherman got no help from his assistants. None. He right. got his defensive coordinator could not stop a deep cross or a tight end all year, and his offensive line coach could not adjust to a a double A and a gap blitzes. Right. Okay. Destroyed the Giants all. Look at last night. I mean, Malcolm Jenkins might as well put a. He might as well put a sign on his head saying, "I am coming through the A gap." And, and McLeod, McLeod blitzed a ton. They couldn't do anything about it. I mean, Jim Schwartz must have been laughing on the side and going, "Well, I guess we'll keep doing it." You know, and, and there was no exotic, different looks from Schwartz last yesterday afternoon. He was doing the same thing. He was putting seven in a box. Blitzing on passing downs, A-gap blitzes, playing man across. Once in a while, he played zone. He, Schwartz is the type of guy, he's going to keep doing it until you stop it, and then he'll adjust. The Giants never stopped it. No, they didn't. They no. never stopped it. No, they couldn't handle it. It was almost like it was something they'd never seen before. It was- and it- and it makes guys like Will Hernandez look even worse now. Like it, it just makes right. it made everyone like the you always you said it, dude. The, the coaching, the assistants were not helping. I mean, we were at a tech. We went on a, on a kind of a text message war. Me and my buddies on the um, the the Daniel Jones fumble. Well, whose fault was it? Well, Jones shouldn't have fumbled. It, it wasn't that bad of a snap. But my one friend said, "Well, okay, but you, me." And uh, or anybody else could just blitz this team and get in the backfield. So right. he's looking at Malcolm Jenkins. And, oh, my God, he's coming again. He's coming again. And they can't adjust to it. Well, tell your friend he's 100% correct. Yeah. Because it was, you know, people like, I heard people, I even heard people calling in on a radio station going, well, they were throwing a lot of wrinkles and it really confused the No, no, they won't, folks. Trust me. Yeah. Schwartz, I, Schwartz does this. He was doing the same thing over yeah. and over. And you saw yesterday, Jerry, right? Yep. We'll get we'll talk a little bit about the game because we're just we're, we're on the, the subject of coaching, right? Oh yeah. We have and to re- saw, we have to review the game at some point. And I give Sherman credit <laughs> yeah. because he should have been attacking their corners vertical, right? And he did. Right. And but John, it wasn't working, yeah. Jerry. It right. wasn't working, right? Yeah. The Sidney Joneses, the Maddoxes, right? They were they were Meeting the challenge. How? I don't know. But they were meeting the challenge. Well, well Mad- Jones also had I, – I didn't think Jones had a good game throwing the ball deep either. There were times he missed Shepard. Right. Yeah. Now, Jones underthrew yeah. some guys, right? Yeah. He didn't play. 
But the point is, I mean, at what point do you say, okay, the verticals aren't there, so we're going to have to get Saquon going in the passing game, right? Right. We've got to get him some zone reads on runs, outside zones, outside yep. tackles. Yep. See, Jerry, this is the story with Sherman. This is why he doesn't have a job right. this morning. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that. You know, you have to adjust on the fly in this league. Doug Peterson adjust on the fly, right? Jimmy Schwartz adjust on the fly. I, I and it's not just him. We're just because we played the Eagles yesterday, you know. Um, but this is something to stay. now, Jerry. Getting back to what I was saying, I mean, his assistant coaches. Did you? I mean, the secondary coach. Did we see progress in the secondary? Yeah, a few games, right? But they're still doing some of the same things, right? Yep. The defense. Forget about Betcher. I'm not even going into that. that. I mean, that's that's so bad. Um, offensive line coach. Can we get into that? <laughs> yes, I'm laughing. I had one question for you. Go ahead. And and, and maybe you asked Banks this because, or maybe you know it because I didn't. On the play where Wentz rolled right and then threw, I don't know, 900 yards left. Yeah. Yeah. Antonio Hamilton let his guy go. Was that his responsibility, or did no? He... He was supposed to... Baker was supposed to pick him up. Baker was okay, and Baker didn't yeah. even. Yeah, that that's yeah. that's coaching. Okay, it was it, it, it's it's coaching. Just still mass confusion in the secondary week seven. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and it's the same. It, we've we've been saying this for two years. Yeah. Miscommunication in the back end. Awful. Right. Awful. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. We know what it is, but Sharma. Does not deserve to be back, in my opinion. We talked about it, but I tell you what, Jerry, not everything's on Sherman too. No, you said that you were going to get on the offensive line too. Hal yeah, Hunter. I mean, offensive line. Yeah, you see some of the things. Um, now that also falls on Jones protections. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know that you know it, there was one play yesterday where it was obvious the Eagles were showing an A gap blitz, right? Yep. And Jones did not adjust. Did not adjust the pass pro. Right, and he Barkley went out and did his real route, and there was nobody. They rushed six guys. Yeah, there was nobody back for Max Protect, and Jones got killed. Yeah, situations like that, Jones is going to have to learn from. See, that's where Eli comes in. Right, right, right. right. Eli would have recognized that a gap. They were showing it. You could just see that Rodney McLeod was coming. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he did it all game. Right, and Eli would have picked it up and he would have adjusted his pass protection there and he wouldn't have got hit, right? Yep. Now, that's a rookie, right, Jerry? Yeah. But I have noticed, though, okay, we got to be fair here now. All the times we praise Jones, sometimes we got to say, well, this kid's got to do this now, right? Right. Jones, at times, you could see, is a little slow in reading defenses. And, you know, Jerry, it's not just reading a defense in a secondary. Okay, they're, they're playing zone, so I'll go to a guy, I'll let a guy fall into a, a space, and I'll hit him, with a, hit him with a pass. What's a big part of the game for a quarterback is recognizing what they're doing and then pass protecting schemes. Yeah. You got to call left, right, max protect. You got to make those adjustments at the line. Nobody was better than Eli Manning at that, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that Jones doesn't do it more, and I don't know if he's coached to do it or not, but. Uh, you know, just smart kid went to Duke. I, I, I'm I'm a little surprised it, by that. Jerry, Disappointed, I would say. Jerry, there's times where Jones just isn't recognizing what the defense is doing to adjust in his pass protection. Yeah. And you saw it yesterday, big time. And Jim Schwartz knew it. Schwartz knew it, and he kept doing it. And he, you know what I mean. So he'll learn, Jerry. He's a smart kid. 
it, it's not easy. Eli had a hard time at it at first, first few years too, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not easy, but he he is slow at times at picking up things and making that. Now, can't blame. Listen, Jerry, I know everybody wants to pile on Shermer and all that. Can't blame. I've seen Shermer work with that numerous times with Jones. Yeah. It's just a matter of him getting it. You understand, Jerry? The more he plays, the more he'll get it. You know? <clears throat> but that's something. He, and he admits it, too. Something he needs to work on is, you know, pass protection, recognition of defense. And all. He said it today. Yeah. You know, so I'm not pulling, pulling this out of my, you know what? You know, he said it today. Yeah, I mean, I, I look, the, 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 I always look back to the Ravens game of 2004 where Eli not only was afraid, he was literally afraid, and I think Sean O'Hara said it, uh, Eli pissed down his leg in that game. He was so afraid. Uh, Ray Lewis and everybody on that, that ridiculous defense, but he was confused by them, and, and they got it in mm-hmm. his head. So mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm not too concerned about it now, but no, going forward, no. something he's got to improve with. No. And he, yeah. will, he should, he will. Um, but, I mean... Again, we don't want to just keep piling on Shermer, but mm-hmm. I, it's a good thing we don't do this podcast the day of the game because there's so much to say. But we knew this was coming, right? We knew within 24 hours he was gone. Glazer reported it yesterday, and, and you know, you tweeted book it because Glazer, Glazer said, you know, it's likely Shermer's gone, but it's likely Gettleman stays. And once mm-hmm. he says it, it's almost like gospel, right? I mean, he has the best sources. He predicted the Odell Well, he's trade. been right on, Jake. Yeah, yeah he's he been has. on everything, right. Yep. Um, but, man, I, I, I won't miss these coordinators at all. I will not miss them. I, no. I you know, I, you nope. said it, Betcher can't get launched fast enough. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm so relieved that, mm-hmm. they, that they're, I'm not going to have to deal with watching James Betcher coach a team and bumble through a season again. So, well, as long as, you know, Jerry, your new coach gets somebody in here, that's pretty good. Right. Right. You know, listen, you got to like the players. You can replace them, but you got to replace them with guys that are talented. Right. Yeah. And, and, and yesterday showed you like, I mean, Jalapio wasn't coming back anyway. Uh, yeah, he blew his Achilles, he blew by the way. Achilles, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's yeah. still a significant amount of mm-hmm. of uh, players that we have to, to replace. But Jerry, here's a prime example. Yeah. Okay, yep. this is what I talk about. Um, the Giants' offensive line looked in, they were in shambles yesterday. Couldn't pick up a gap blitzes. Right, the whole deal. Right. The Eagles yesterday went into the Giant game without their All Pro right tackle. Yep. Right, yep. Lane Johnson. Yep. Then they lose. They're all pro right guard, Brandon Brooks. Right in the game. In game, yeah. Okay, so Jerry, here's my question to you. Did they look confused after that? Nope. Did they? Were they getting destroyed? Were they miscommunicating up front? No, it looked like the seven blocks of granite blocking. It was and ridiculous. It, look, it looked like Brooks and Johnson were playing, right? Oh, yeah. It looked like the, oh, it looked like the 86 Giants line out there. Well, point, point being, Jerry, is that... You know, they lost They lost these guys, and they kept going forward, and, right? And, and, and after broke. the game, Shermer made the excuse to, well, once Eli Penny went out of the game, they had to do different uh, – I mean, really? I, I got to I gotta be honest with you. Dude, when he said that, I just shook my head. I had to put my head down. I don't, like know. I don't, I keep, I don't, I don't know how you didn't start laughing. I, I, well, actually, I did. I put my head down. I looked at the guy <laughs> next to me, and I was like, is he kidding me with that? Like, he's a big part of the packages, you know? <laughs> well, once Eli Penny went down, we had to change our whole offense. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying, Jerry. When you hear answers like that, it's like, oh, oh God. Is he tomorrow even morning are, you, are you even trying, Pat? Like, tomorrow morning can't get here quick enough. You know, it's – so I'm talking about yesterday, you know, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, you know, so, um, but that's the point being, uh, that's the point, uh, excuse me, that's the point. Um, so a lot of things like that, uh, but getting back to Mara, yeah. you know, he, this is what kind of hit me a little, this is why I think Mara was not taking a shot, but he's pissed off at Gettleman in a way. Okay. Because Gettleman told Mara two years ago, we have a leader 
yeah. of men here, right? <laughs> yeah, it, a guy that takes control of the roster, this guy is a leader. I was expecting and, like a General Patton type. When well, he said and that. he did. And I have to be honest with you, you know, I covered the first camp with Sherman and he comes across as a leader and boom, boom, boom. Okay, now, Jerry, Maris said about three times today, and then Steve Tisch said it to us in a hallway afterwards. Well, what are you looking for, Steve? Well, we're looking for a leader, a guy to take control of the roster and take command. Right. So what does that tell you? So they, they feel Sherma was a, wasn't a leader. He was just a guy. And, and, you know, Jerry, I put this on Twitter a lot during the course of the season. I talked about it on the podcast. You talked about it. He's just too nice. He, the guy was just a little too nice to well, be Well, you said it was a bit of a, you know, you got to get rid of the ping pong table and, uh, you know. Yeah. The, what was it? Yeah. Beanbag chairs or whatever. The beanbag, whatever the, the beanbag game. Oh, the beanbag game. Ping, yeah. uh, cornhole. Uh, yeah. The, right. Uh, you know, just the accountability yeah. to me was never there. Yeah. And guess what? That's basically what Mara and Tish were saying today. Yeah. We need a guy that, that's a leader. That's it. Basically, you know, it, even somebody caught on to that and said, well, John, are you talking about a guy who's, you know, a real, you know, uh, a guy that's – not a Paul Sells type, but a guy that's like a real hard ass, you know, something like that. And Mara was like, well, you know, in today's game, basically what Mara was saying, in today's game, you don't really want a guy like that, but you need a guy that's totally right. firmly in command, right? Yeah. That, you know, none of this, you know, well, uh, well I, I played a horrible game. And, okay, well, he's playing good. Don't worry about him. Let him keep playing. You know what I mean? Like, like we saw it numerous times, Jerry. Yep. With guys that were not playing well or were getting roasted during games, and they just stayed out there. Yeah. There was no accountability. So that was the hint message I got that Mara kind of said today, which I think was a shot across Gettleman's bow, too, about, hey, you said this guy was a leader. He's going to take command. Of the and he didn't. Yeah. You know? Now, Chris, uh, do, you so. think, do you think Shermer, every, everybody made a bigger deal out of this. I didn't read into it this way, but people tweeted about it. When Shermer said yesterday that the guy who comes in here is going to have a young team, yeah, um, a lot of cap space because the dead money's gone now. Yeah. Was that a shot? No, I just think he was trying to. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so either. Tell ownership that this is one of the reasons why I'm four and twelve. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't think it was a shot either. I didn't take it as a shot. I just took it as. Mm. I think it's kind of stating the obvious too. Take but, it a shot. Who Gettleman? You mean? Yeah, that's what people thought. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so, Jerry. Uh, no, I just think he was. I hate to say Sherman. You know, Sherman wasn't one for excuses. So I hate to say that, but I just think Sherman was trying to tell the NFL world who might be listening and. And Mara, and like, listen, you gave me, you know, it wasn't, you know, it, it was, this is why we lost a lot, you know, because I had a young team and all that. And, and I could turn, you know, one more year with a lot of different, so you notice I mentioned impact players yesterday too, Sherman, he right? He did. He said the word impact, but he must listen to the podcast. Yeah, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I got news for you. A lot of people listen to the podcast. Oh, and, I know. And paste and stuff in newspapers. Anyway, I don't want to get into that. That aggravates the hell out of me. Uh, by the way, dude. I swear to God, buffoon is used more now than ever. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm, kid, I'm not kidding. Tweets yeah. on shows, the word buffoon is now yeah. more prevalent. Yeah. Yeah. But if you ask, if you ask the people at work, oh, nobody listens. Nobody knows. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and I, uh, that's a whole other subject. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, that's fine. But, um, but you know what I'm talking about, Jerry. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. But what we talk about is I lost track. <laughs> I don't know, but I know what I wanted to talk about. Oh, I'm sorry, the Jay. Shot, the Sherman shot that was, took. Yeah, yeah, Sherman was talking about impact players on defense, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think Sherman was kind of saying, listen, I didn't have impact players. I had young guys that were, some were pretty good. All those were really well at practice squad. You know, 
And if I get another year here, you know, with the salary cap getting some plays in here, we could do some things. But yeah. obviously, uh, you know, Maverick did say today that yesterday's game would not have made a difference, Jerry. So they made up their mind weeks ago. And we didn't think so either. We thought, yeah, we, no. we thought, you know what, it, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't, you have to, like you kept saying, you have to look at the whole body of work. You can't go by a three-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Um, Gettleman meets the media what time tomorrow? 11? 11, yeah. You'll be there. Yeah. Um, I just, let me just say this, and I, I'll leave it at that. Want me to ask him something for you? <laughs> I just I don't want the smirky, arrogant cockiness tomorrow. No. I, I, I want some humility. I want some humility, Dave. I, I like mm-hmm. I don't put this all on you, but I put a lot of it. I mean, look, other teams have turned around in two years. I know what you were up against, but you missed a lot in free agency. You mm-hmm. traded for Leonard Williams, which was weird. You signed Odell, then traded him, which I know I understand what happened there, but. You know, you're you're a lot. You're, if if Shermer's sixty five percent of this, you're thirty five or sixty forty, whatever. Okay, just show some humility tomorrow. You know, the 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 guy. You're not to be a season ticket holder, but everybody puts a lot of time and invests a lot of money in the Giants. And like you said earlier to me, time on Sundays where you tell your wife or your significant other, I can't go. The Giants are on. You know, they they invest. We invest a lot of time and love and passion into this team. Don't right. come out tomorrow smirking and making stupid jokes, please. That's all I got to say. Yeah, not at four and twelve. You better not. Yeah, come on. Especially for a guy. Especially for a guy who didn't come out in the middle of the year. Right. You know? Right. At all. At all. Right. Uh, now, Jerry, it's pretty funny because a year ago at this time, you know, we had the end of the year presser with Dave Gettleman, and I remember asking him, "What is Sherman everything you envisioned when you hired him?" I don't know if you remember that, Jerry, but I did ask him that last year's presser, and he looked at me and he said, "Oh yeah, you know, Gettleman gives those answers, you know, like he's a street guy, you know." Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Everything. You also, real quick, you also asked him. Yeah, uh, Josh Rosen. Um, it, it, does he take football very seriously? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, definitely. Meanwhile, Rosen's gonna be out of a. Jo- he's gonna be out of the league soon. <laughs> he's gonna be trading. He's gonna be trading stocks because I told you that story. My buddy said yeah. he met him and he was more interested in that. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, no, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. But I, I, I'm just curious if I ask him tomorrow. Last year, Dave, you said to me, he was every, he was Sherman was everything you envisioned, right? When you mm. hired him. Mm. What changed in a year? <laughs> nice. If you pull that one off, uh, that's impressive. I'm just saying, you know, like what changed? Yeah, right. You know, I mean, last year he was a leader and this and that, and you know, and he was everything you wanted and everything this and that. So what changed? Oh, four and twelve. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was just curious, you know, because uh, it was Gettleman's hire, you know, and of course Marin Tish approved of it, and but uh, Steve Tish, Tish says something today, Jerry, that he's going to be much more involved around the building. He says, I'm going to be around here a lot more. Well, I don't think it can hurt. You know, um, right? he, can't, actually, he can't hurt it. What I'm saying is that <laughs> he, I think he's pretty pissed. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Maris said, you know what, Steve, this is your call. I'm taking a blow on this one that Tish would have fired Gettleman too. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I That's what I heard. I heard him. I heard a couple of days ago, I think I put it on Twitter too, if I remember right. Hmm. I, I heard that Tish wanted everybody gone, you know? And yeah. then, you know, cooler heads prevailed and the Mara and this and that. But, uh, you know, Mara said that he likes everything that Gettleman is doing behind the scenes, Jerry. Uh, yeah, he talked new- about, and, and everybody, you know, here, here's, what's, here's what's annoying when you read a lot of tweets from folks and 
they say that the Giants do things the old way ways, and there's no analytics, and Gettleman doesn't no, believe in it. That's not true. That's yeah, not I mean, true. it's just you're making that up. Like yeah. I almost felt like I never saw an owner come out and have to defend what they do behind the scenes because mm-hmm. you have people saying, "Oh no, they uh, you know they they use a like a hammer and chisel when they uh, call up the the guy that they're drafting." Um, you know, uh, like they're using archaic tools to pick guys and and draft and scout and all that. And it's it's so untrue. I, I never saw an owner have to come out and defend an organization like that. There was also an article um, recently, the last two days, about how somebody wrote about how Mara and Tish are not getting along. They don't see eye to eye on things. Yeah. And Mara, I found out this morning when I got in the building, Mara was fuming over that article yeah that it's not true and you notice he said that today in the presser jerry yeah he said about you know mean oh yeah he made a point of it yeah he made a point of saying and he had some venom in his eyes mara he says you know you know that was written i think he even said that was written or was said something like that he says that's totally a falsehood i think mara's the kind of guy that when he says your name it's not a good thing and he said it i think he said a couple names today and you could just see the venom in his eyes like yeah uh, he's just not happy right now yeah yeah um so (laughs) but mara and tish they made a point. Tish said it afterwards in the hallway that him and John, listen, he goes, like he said, he goes, listen, we're not always going to agree on everything. Right. He goes, there's going to be things back up. He goes, but as far as we're not on the same page or we're not getting along or we don't, that's totally, that's a total false. He said, that is not true at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but listen, Tish is, what does he do, Jerry? He does the movie, you know, he does the movie business and all that. So he's not around that much. Yeah, he, was, he was on Shark Tank once. He was on Shark Tank. Um, he you a, know, he's, I don't know if, did he produce this Top Gun 2 coming out? I'm not even sure he did. I know he did the first one. I'm not even sure he did this one. Yeah, uh, maybe Forrest Gump would be running around again. He might be doing that. But so it depends on much, what movies he's around, you know? Yeah. But um, I he said he's going to be around more. Um, So I, to me, that says like, you know, I'm getting sick and tired of this crap happening. I'm going to be around here more, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I, like I said, I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's only going to be a good thing. I mean, Unfortunately, Maris, John Maris fallen on some hard times. He's had bad luck. Uh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, he's made some bad decisions too, but a lot of it is bad luck. He, he brought in, um, you know, McAdoo and then Shermer, and uh, it just hasn't, it just hasn't worked. He I mean, kept Reese too long. He kept Coughlin too long. Uh, he's made every bad, a lot of bad decisions in a row. So uh, I don't think Tish is gonna is gonna hurt that in, in any way. I think mm-hmm. the more people kind of counseling him is only gonna help. And Look, man, if you want to call me a homer, everybody, I like the Maris. I, I, I get aggravated when they screw up. I get very mad. Um, but I never doubt that John Mara doesn't care. I hate when people say, oh, he doesn't care. He's a millionaire. That's, bull- oh, That's a bunch man. of crap, man. Jerry, can I tell you a quick story? Yeah, go ahead. After Maris pressed it today, he, he came by me in the hallway. Yeah. He came right at me, and I, and I said to him, I said, times will get better, John. You know, like that? And he goes, I hope so real quick. You know, yeah, right. So anybody who thinks that John Marrow doesn't care because he's worth a lot of money, um, that is totally ridiculous, man. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean, listen, he, he, listen, Jerry. We, we both said it numerous times. He's no Bill Belichick where everything he's doing is correct. We know that, right? Right. right. And but he takes his stuff. You hear what he said in the press today about the fans, other teams' fans in the building? Oh, it drives him crazy. Good for him. It drives I'm glad, him crazy. I'm glad yeah. he. I'm glad it drives him as crazy as it drives me. I. I was hard to watch the rest of that game hearing that stupid chant yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and he was getting in the elevator yesterday. And, um, and he looks like, uh, trust me, folks, you know, 
he takes it very, very seriously. He cares very much about the fans. Now, yeah. I'm not saying your fans can't be upset with him. I, I know that. Oh, yeah, know? we all should be upset. He's we made bad decisions. Be. Right. Uh, but you have an owner um, that really cares about the players and this organization and trying to turn this around. He, he really is. Yeah, so. it reminds me of and, and, um what was it? Uh, George Young has said in interviews where, you know, some of Wellington Mara's darkest times were when he was by himself just kind of making every wrong decision and it was killing him. And he just, mm-hmm. John's cut from the same cloth as his father. Like, he's loyal to a fault. I don't think he's mm-hmm. as loyal as his father is, so he makes these decisions faster. Mm-hmm. But um, I, don't, I don't understand how people can love Wellington Mara the way they do, and I did, and not like John and, and consider him mm-hmm. a different guy because, let's be honest the NFL made the Maras hire George Young and fix it, right? Wellington Mara mm-hmm. made a lot of bad decisions for 18 years. And that's coming from a, a huge fan of his. So I just get aggravated when people say yeah. that the Maras Jerry, cares. A big, he, he cares. Jerry, there's very, there's like two organizations in the history of the sport that were lucky enough to go from, you know, a Chuck Knoll to a Bill Cowher to a Mike Tomlin, right? Right. And then you got, you know, uh, New England didn't do crap until they hired Belichick. Yep. Point being is that it's tough to get this right all the time. Yeah. And and, if, and listen, I'm not saying you can't criticize the Mara and whoever makes, you know, and all, I'm not saying that. Trust me. All I'm saying is it's not an easy process either, you right. know? Right. I mean, they went from Coughlin all that time. You know, had Bill Parcells. By the way, a guy they were going to fire after one year. Let's not forget that. Okay? Yeah, they're going to bring in Schnellenberger. Right. That buffoon, you know? Um. <laughs> so it's not an easy process, man. Um. You might go through stretches where you go through some coaches and then boom, you get it right. Yeah. Trust me on this, Jerry. Trust me. When Belichick finally decides to leave New England, if you think Kraft's going to bring in another Belichick that's going to be there 40 years and 15 more titles, that's not going to happen, dude. Yeah. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. There's only really one organization that's done that. You know, it's been the Cowboys with Landry back in the day, you know, and then he went from Landry to Jimmy Johnson. They were fortunate there. But have they done? how have they done since Jimmy Johnson? Right, nothing. Right? Right. Well, so, they, they won know. one because because the, the the talent was so great. Even well, a, that was Jimmy Johnson's. Even, even a buffoon yeah. like Switzer could coach him to a Super Bowl. Even Sherman could have won with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even even Mac. Hey, let's use McAdoo. Even Ray <laughs> Hanley could have won with that team. <laughs> Point being, Jerry, that it's a it's a hard process. But Marrow tries. But he's not. Listen, he's not perfect like all of us, man. Yeah, yeah, and and I get it, guys. Be mad all you want. We get it. Yeah. Right. Oh, ju- ju- listen. You could be mad, I, and that's right, man. You you invest your time and your money and all that, so you have a right to be pissed, man. Yep. So, um, Jerry, just one quick – I'm sorry, Jerry. One last yeah. thing that you brought up before. Sure. Somebody mentioned, well, how much of a risk is it? You keep it a general manager, and you're firing a coach, right? Yeah. That's not the way it's done in this league, right? Right. And Mary acknowledged. He goes, yeah, I know. It is a risk. He did say that. It was funny. He looked at – I don't know who asked him, but he looked at it. He goes, yeah, it's a risk. Like, wow, all right, yeah. John, there you go. Yeah. And he, so look, we'll he, he said it starts with me because somebody asked him, is this on you? He said, absolutely, it's on me. It is. Yeah. You can't hide yeah. from it. He's the owner. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, now the fun part, baby. What names are you hearing inside the organization as potential head coaching candidates? Well, I, I put it out there yeah, I this morning. Just for, um, just for fun, we could say it. <laughs> um, I put it out this morning that the, the feeling in the building is that Matt Rule is the man they want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now they're gonna they're gonna do the due diligence. They're gonna bring in Eric Bieniemy. Yep. The offensive coordinator with Andy Reid, mm-hmm. the old running back Eric Bieniemy, yeah. um, who I wanted them to bring in as offensive coordinator a couple of years ago. I said Sherman should be looking at him. Remember Jerry? I don't know if you remember. I, said, I do. I, I, I do because yeah. I remember Eric uh, uh, Chris Berman's name from was Eric sleeping with Bieniemy. So when you Eric said that, with the when, 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 yeah. when you said that, I was like, 
Yep. Oh, yeah, him, right, right. Yeah, the old Colorado stuff. Anyway, he's he's been with Andy Reid, yeah. right? Like Charles Nagy was and all those guys, right? So they're going to bring him in. Yeah. Um, and listen, it's a it, it, it's a good interview. Let's see what BNM has to say. Now, I understand this stupid Rooney rule, you know, you know, they have to bring in a guy. So Bianami is going to be the minority. I understand it, but he's also a good football man. Okay, right. right. It's, the are not bringing him in here because it's just, right. oh, let's get this over with and move on, right? Right, right, right. Because if they wanted to do that, they, they have McGahee McGah- on right. the staff. Yep. They got Lunda Wells. They got guys. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this is a due deal. This is like all right, I want to hear what he has to say. Right? Yeah. No, they, they. This should be a far and wide search. I, I right. even if they want a particular guy, I want them to meet with four or five guys. I, oh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Josh McDaniels is on that list. Now, Josh can't be interviewed yet because New England somehow lost to Miami, so they have to play Sunday, right? <laughs> now, what do, you, what do you think of McDaniel? I don't trust Josh McDaniels. I don't. I like him as an offensive mind, don't get me wrong, but you're not an offensive coordinator over here. You're a head coach. You, just remind, you, remind, it was, you reminded me of uh, Godfather, too, when you said that. I, my father worked with Hyman Roth. Right. I never, he never trusted Hyman Roth. Right. Um, so... <laughs> I don't. I don't like what he did with Indianapolis a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, to me, I don't know. You know, the way I was raised, you give your word, and then you execute your word, right? Yep. You don't. You don't give your word to somebody and then, and then run back. Right. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like what he did in Denver. He tried to be like Belichick a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, totally lost that team in, his, in the middle of his second year. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, Jerry, do you think an organization? Do you think Mara's really going to go to another guy? Sort of like Sherma, right? Failed at his first head coaching job. Someone and then you're tweeted bring that. Someone tweeted that question, and I, I usually I respond to tweets, but I was speechless because it was a great question. So forgive me for not naming the person. Someone said, "Has there ever been a guy outside of Belichick who failed one place and succeeded the other?" And I couldn't think of one. Mm-hmm. And and I thought of McDaniel, and I this is the the image I'll never get out of my head of McDaniel's the stupid fist pumping he did when he went six and zero and he beat Belichick, and mm-hmm. then it went all downhill after that, you know and. Right. Uh, like you said, he, he went back on his word with the Colts. And the only thing about him is the it's like you sell your soul to the devil. Like, man, would he be fun with Saquon Barkley? Oh, God. Listen, he, he would do a lot for the offensive, you know, scheme-wise. But, yeah. but Jerry, you have to coach the whole team. Excuse yeah. me, the whole team. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not crazy about it. Um, uh, What was I saying? Obviously, Matt Rule is going to be their number one target. Yeah. Um, now, Matt Rule... From what I understand, Jerry has told his kids down at Baylor yeah. that he will be listening to NFL. See, now I actually get see right there, Jerry. I like that. Why? He's being honest with his kids. How many college coaches have you you remember say, "Oh no, oh no, I'm staying right here, boys. All of them. I'm staying right here. All, all of them." And was gone yeah. with, with that same year. Remember, Jerry? Yeah. Well, how many times have you? I mean, so I like to me that you know I don't know Matt Rule personally, of course. But to me, that's a guy that's like a stand-up guy. Okay, you know what? He's going to tell these 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old kids. And don't forget, when you recruit these kids, you're telling their parents, right? Right. Yeah, I'm here. I'm for your sons, right? Right. So he's going to say, you know, he's going to tell – he's talking – he told his kids, listen, boys, I want everything to be up front. You're going to read things on social media, and it's true. I will be listening to NFL team. doesn't mean I'm leaving. But I am going to listen. Well, Chris, we, I have a, a, a connection to Rule, and, and my wife's cousin played for him yeah, for a couple tell of years. Story. Yeah, he played for him for a couple of years um, at Temple, Zach Mesday. And I went to the bowl game <clears throat> in Annapolis Friday, and 
uh, afterwards, he came out and, you know, Temple got smoked by North Carolina. So I wanted to see what kind of mood he was going to be in. And he was fine. It was his last game. It is what it is. And I said, uh, all right, so Matt Rule, um, would you be surprised if he went to the Giants? And he said, no. And he said, it wouldn't shock me if he told his team after the Sugar Bowl. Uh, that's the bowl they're playing, I think, the Sugar Bowl. Uh, yeah, January day. Yeah, yeah, that, January, yeah, yeah. January 1st. That, uh, excuse me, January 1st. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that he's going to be, uh, you know, going to pursue that. He, he said it wouldn't stun him at all. So it's apparently something that he's wanted to do. And now you're hearing from, like, the Glazers of the world that mm-hmm. the Giants are his dream job. So um, I'm excited selfishly because I think he would give my wife's cousin a, a, an outside maybe one-day contract or something like that so I could say, hey, you played for the Giants. But yeah. you know, in all seriousness, I just wanted to get some inside information. Like, all right, what do you think? And I told you before, Rule's the kind of guy who's very psychological and um, he'll call guys in his office out of the blue and right. make him go over film and stuff like that. So I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. somebody that kind of gets you excited, so. Yeah, listen, he's turned around two programs in college. Yeah. Um, now, he's got NFL experience. He was with the Giants, you know, yeah. uh, for, I think, 2012. He was with the Giants. Right. Uh, from what I understand, Gettleman really likes him. Yeah. Um, the building really likes him. Maratish, they all really liked him in his short time here. Yep. Um, what he's done with, like you said, your wife's cousin with Temple, yep. and what he's done with Baylor is pretty, pretty, you know, it's a – he turned those programs around. They, were, they, were, they were both laughing stocks, by the way. Both, they were both, laughing stocks. Well, Bella, Jerry Bell was coming off all the suspension. You know, right. those scholarships and everything, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so uh, pretty impressive by Rule. Um, he has interest in the NFL. And I, what I like about, like I just said, Jerry, I like about Matt Rule is that he's not coming out and telling everybody, I have no interest in the NFL. Trust me, I don't. And then he's gone two days later. I right. hate that. Right. Just be a man and say, yeah, I, I am going to take, I am going to listen. And I, I like that he's doing that. Right. Because I can't stand the weasels of the world who tell these 18-year-old kids, hey, listen, little Junior, little Ricky, I'm not going nowhere. Trust me. <laughs> right. And then two days later, right. they're gone. Right. You know? I can't stand that. Just be a man and say, yeah, I am going to listen. Right. It's it's the world. Things change. It's the way it is. Right? Yep. So we'll see how it plays out. Now, I'm trying to find out. Um, I'll put it on Twitter later. Somebody put something out there on Twitter. I don't know if it's true yet that the Giants might even be flying as we speak down to Louisiana. Is that what a Gator Bowl is this well, that year? Was, yeah, the Twitter account, though, was uh, the dog. Uh, it's a, a guy, it's, a, it's an NFL dog or something. I just saw it. Um, hang on. I'll try and mm-hmm. find it, but go ahead. Oh, okay. I, w- I wasn't sure if it was Chef, those, one of those guys. No, I don't know how serious it is, the, the oh, okay. Twitter account. Well, all right. Well, if anything, you know... Um, Listen, Jerry, I put something on Twitter last night, uh, me and you thanking everybody for the support this oh, season. Yeah. And everything. Absolutely. And some people were like, is that it? You're not going to tweet anymore? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll be with everybody every second of the day. The off season's actually busy in the, the regular season. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, no, folks, we'll, you know, me and Jerry will be with everybody every every day of the off season. Anything new that new pops up, I was just saying thank you because it was a long season, uh, you know, from training camp to the yesterday. That's all. Yeah. The the only thing is we'll we'll only podcast once a week. Yeah. Uh, for and, the, uh, the next few will be Mondays, and then we'll come up with a set day. It'll probably be Wednesdays. But but if something big happens, we'll have an emergency one, and we'll let you guys know. Right. And you know, we could be on an hour and a half. We'll cover everything. You know. Yeah. Um. You know, like free agency week, we could do maybe two because a lot of guys will be getting signed or whatever. We'll, we'll work it out, you know, so. Right. Uh, another thing, I'm trying to talk about things that to look forward to and, and tweets that we've sent out. I sent out a tweet last night, and I know Dave Gettleman has never traded back. Now, let's for fun, Chris. We have some mm-hmm. time left. 
for mm-hmm. fun. Let's let's. I know it's early, but let's go over the first yeah. seven or eight picks. What we think they'll be, right? So number one, Cincinnati's probably taking Joe Burrow. Right. All right. Washington is probably going to end up taking Chase Young right, right now. Right. Right. Detroit. Probably one of those big tackles. Yeah, probably if, Andrew if, Thomas if, or Tristan Wirfs. If they don't trade back. All right. That's to where Miami that's, or, There we yeah. go. Now. Yeah. Yes, you've per- played it perfectly, buddy. Giants pick fourth. Mm-hmm. Then you got Miami and the Chargers. Now, I circled those two teams. Then you got Carolina. They might need a quarterback. And everybody, of course, responds right away trying to correct me. Well, Carolina needs one, too. I know, guys. I know. But Miami and the Chargers will draft a quarterback in, in, mm-hmm. the, in the upcoming draft. So, say even, say, say even someone moves up to Detroit. When, I mean, the Giants almost have to trade back with, all, with probably four first-round quarterbacks being taken, right? You got Herbert, Tua, uh, Burrow is going to go one. And I don't know about Fromm. I don't know. If, I guess Fromm is still a first-rounder. I'm not sure. Last year he would have been. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Or, yeah, you figure, figure middle or late now, the way his stock. But we'll see. He might be high. Yeah, we'll see. But, okay, but he's going to be probably first round, right? Like, if you're, yeah, the, if yeah. you're the Giants, I would, yeah. I would entertain, like, to the Raiders, because I don't know what the Raiders are going to do, right? I don't know if they're going to go forward with Derek Carr. I have no idea. I don't know what his contract mm-hmm. is. Like, they're mm-hmm. 12 and 18. I mean, wouldn't you trade back to, to get a 12 and an 18? I know it's four, but it's not like, it's not like <clears> 2018 <throat> where there was Saquon. It was like, that's the guy. It's, you know, there's Simmons, there's Chase, yeah. there's Werfs, there's, there's a ton of talent um, yeah. in the first 12, 15 picks. Plus, we need so much. I just think this is the perfect scenario for the Giants with all these quarterbacks being drafted that they almost have to trade back. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, listen, this is going to be a perfect opportunity. Like you said, look at Miami. What do you have, three number one picks? Holy crap, right? Yeah, they're five. I don't have the rest of them. I have the, I have one through 15 right now. They, I, I, they're, yeah. they're picking five. I think they have three number ones, though. Yeah. With all that, they drafted Fitzpatrick. They got the Steelers number one and all that, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a team that, you know, is going to be looking maybe jump, right? Right. To get their guy. Um, like you said, Jerry, um, if, if Gettleman's going to do it, trade back and pick up some more picks – Right. Yep. This will be the year to do it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Miami has. Oh man, it only gives me twenty. I hate stupid internet on the phone. Um, yeah. I, I, my point was that there's a lot of teams that are going to need quarterbacks. The Giants are picking fourth. They're in a great spot to trade back. Gettleman's never done it before. So I'm just. I, I, I was staring at that last night, going, man, if we can even, even if we traded back to six and still got like Simmons or Werfs, like it's so worth it to me. So worth doing that. Then picking up that extra third that you lost. And I, because the Bears traded up one, um, what, for Trubisky. And they traded, so they traded up one to leapfrog the 49ers. They took Trubisky. The Bears sent the third overall mm-hmm. and a 2017 third and a 2017 fourth. So they traded a third, a fourth, and a 2018 third. Like mm-hmm. they gave up, that's valuable capital to move up one spot. I mean, if you have a team that's willing to move up two or three for a quarterback, it's a no-brainer. Unless you think the guy you're taking at four is that much better than the guy you're taking at seven. But my argument is we need so much, you mm-hmm. have to trade back. That's all. Well, I, I think, if, like you said, Jerry, if, if, the once, if, if it's one time Gettleman does it, it's going to be this year. Yeah. Because you have your franchise quarterback, right? So now you can play around a little bit. <laughs> yep. 
I like you got to stay there uh, or try to move up and draft the quarterback that you want, right? Yeah. So this will be the year to do it, and they have a lot of holes to fill. So if you could build up some more assets, man, yeah. you know, yeah. it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Now, it's amazing. Rivera is, uh, like, supposedly... What is he, at a goal for punishment? I, 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 it makes me laugh, like... My God, Schneider! How, everyone says, "Oh, Gettleman can't attract anybody." Oh, but Daniel Snyder can. What are you yeah. kidding me? Why does Rivera want that job so badly? All right, Jerry. Listen, I know you're a, a Twitter junkie with that damn Twitter, right? Well, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, right now, I'm gonna say, Jerry, don't fall into the buffoondom. <laughs> I re- Chris, I respond to a lot of people. That's all I would say. Jerry, you hit me with tweets I didn't even know even existed yet. You're like, you see this tweet? Please, you are a Twitter junkie, which is nothing wrong. I'm just saying, but you are a Twitter junkie. So what I'm going to say to you right now, that your season has officially started. You ready? Yes. Don't fall into, don't reside in Buffoonville. <laughs> I also read a tweet. Now, folks. That sounds like, somebody, a, that sounds like a shirt, by the way. Ahead, somebody put it here, right? Somebody put a tweet out a couple of nights ago and deleted it quick. Yeah, I think when they started seeing the response, somebody said, oh, let me get this off quick. Yeah. About free agents are not going to want to come to the Giants because of Gettleman. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, I, I saw it and I said, am I reading this right? I read it right. Unfortunately, I didn't catch the Twitter name. And I put it out there. I go, are you people kidding me? Right. Am I, did I just read this right? And what happened was people were like, who, Chris, who did that? And even you text me, Chris, who? And I'm looking back and, and it, it was gone. Yeah, <laughs> okay? right, right, right. Right, and some people have said, "Oh, Chris ain't clickbaiting, is he?" Oh, folks, come on, you know that. No, Stop. I know, and people attacked you after that. That's what gets in. That's oh, why. Oh, that's some why... people thought maybe I was throwing it out there, look, and then a lot of people were defending. Go, no, they don't do that here, Giants side. Okay. Yeah. It was out there. It was gone. But the point being that if you don't think free agents are going to come, because I mean, it's the most ridiculous comment I ever heard in my life. It's all about the money. Okay. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Um, and as far as what we were just saying before that. Uh, yeah, uh, coaches. Ron Rivera supposedly—I thought it was even going to be announced, right? Yeah, is supposedly going to be the Redskin head coach. Yeah, um, and Daniel Snyder might be the biggest buffoon owner in the league. Okay. Yeah, he makes Jerry Jones look like uh, like a normal human being. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, we'll see. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, Jerry, yeah. Another thing, quickly, Jerry. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, Jerry. Cut okay. you off. One second. You're good. You know, the Buffoonville, a lot of stuff on Twitter. Ron Rivera's really tight with Gettleman. That's a done deal, right? Well, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to, you know, I've, some people kind of mentioned to me that they're not as tight as everybody's trying to make it seem like, okay? Right, right. We, like, I mean, in uh, fairness, we thought he would be a, a front-running candidate. Absolutely. Yeah. But the point a lot of people thought was, oh, yeah, Rivera's really loves Gettleman. Gettleman loves Rivera. It's a done deal, right? Yeah. And then you hear Rivera's going to Washington. Yeah, that's funny, right? What I'm saying is it's going to be a ton of crap now in this offseason. Let's see how it plays out, man. <laughs> so I got one more question for you. The, the, and I don't, I don't put you on the spot, but like a lot of fans, I get the fans' vitriol towards Gettleman and the decisions he's made. I, I understand that. What, what is it about Gettleman that gets on the media's, under the media's skin? Is it that he doesn't talk? No, it's arrogance. Okay. Exactly. Oh, so, so the same thing I have a problem with tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Basically, you know what you said about he better not have that damn smile on his face? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I can tell you right now, and I tell you what, Jerry, you know, I'm a big giant supporter. You know that. Ooh, but yes. it didn't, I, I, I wasn't afraid to say it. It annoyed the shit out of me. Oh, excuse me. It, it, annoyed, it annoyed the hell out of me that he didn't come out in the middle of the year and speak. 
I know. Even Reese did that. He left that Sherma. It was a rough season, rough losses, all kinds of crap going on. And he let Sherma go out there by himself. Right? <laughs> like, Pat, you got this? Point is, you know what, Dave? Yeah. You got to bail out your coach that you hired a little bit. Just give him a little blow for a week and take some heat. Yeah. He didn't do that. Now he's going to take heat tomorrow. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you got to come out in the middle of the season. Like, you know, the credit to the Jets general manager, Joe Douglas, when all that crap happened with Jamal Adams at the trade deadline, right? Yeah. Douglas came out the next day. Yeah. He was speaking to the media the next day about it. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, I, I envision tomorrow like a boxing bell going off before the, the press conference, that kind of thing. Like, I will be, that will be must-see TV for me. Like, I cannot wait to see that press conference to see Gettleman, the attitude first that he brings to the table. So if anyone in the Giant organization is listening, and maybe you do, I would suggest to Dave Gettleman not to be arrogant tomorrow. And then I want to see the media's reaction uh, and the questions that he gets. And just to see the... Oh, he, he's going to be himself. Yeah. You, he'll be like this. Hey, hey, kids, what's going on? He's going to be himself. Oh. You know, he's going to be like that, guaranteed. Oh, God. And, you know, he's going to be ditching and weaving and this and that. And, uh, oh. you know... I just like to know what changed, Dave. <laughs> That's so you know? funny. Hey, Dave, what changed from last, last year this time? Look, you, let me ask you something. I'm going to run it by you, Jerry. You, I'm going to let you pick. And if anybody listening on the podcast, you could throw it on Twitter towards you later. Would you rather me ask that question, what, what I just uh, said to you about what changed? Or would you rather me ask this question, Jerry? Yeah. Do you feel that the roster you assembled the last two years, right? Yeah. Do you feel that it was a better than a four and twelve record? That it wasn't coached up right. I think that one's. I think they're both excellent, Chris. I'm not just okay. saying that. I think they're both excellent. I actually like that question even better. The the, the one I just said. Yes. You want me? Yeah, to go because with that? because the other one's almost like got you. You know, like and and it's a good question. Like what changed? But like it's like hey, I remember you said that last year. Uh, now how do you feel? This one is like this is in depth questioning you like this better love it all right folks i mean should we, should we uh, we don't have to poll it i mean just no you know. no don't don't pull i don't want anybody to see it jerry no right, no, no, no you don't, know the last first the last first they'll uh, ask it first i'm telling you so okay so i'll go with that one tomorrow i'll leave it in your hand you like that one better i like that one better all right so i'm gonna go with that one tomorrow no because we poll it someone else is gonna ask it and go, you stole my question oh no that's why i'm saying don't pull it right yeah right, right yeah right. don't pull it poll and i was gonna uh, do a poll of coaches but i don't do that stuff yet like who do you want man We'll wait on that stuff. Right, right. So, um, okay, I'll, I'll go with that one. You know, excellent, excellent. I'll go with that one tomorrow. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. So, uh, well, listen, Jerry, um, man, that was a fast season. Even though it was like a long season, it went really fast. Yeah. Next training camp, obviously, is going to be very intriguing with the new coach. Yeah. Right. Yep. And uh, we'll see what he bring in here, but it definitely. I mean, Jerry, right now, if you said, Chris, I'm putting a, a 44 Magnum, 30 Harry Gundy ahead, who are you going with? I'm going to go with Matt Rule. Yes, so am I. We, we both are. <clears throat> yeah. I, that's another one. You just, I, I saw your uh, your tweet before. Th those are the ones you don't have to, we, I was joking, you don't have to sign our names to. Which one? No, the one about I'm, I'm pre predicting Rule. I predicted Shermer, now I got Rule. Right. Well, I, I, I'm sorry, Jerry. I don't remember if you said. No, no, no. You, you had Shermer. No, no, no. But I'm, I'm saying I want Matt Rule. I oh, want you want, Matt. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you just oh, you want, want him, Jerry. You want you him. Wanna, you want, yeah, you just want a program builder. You want a guy, like, just based on what he's done at Temple. and He made Temple 
into a team that goes to bowl games. Rutgers doesn't do that, right? Like, that's amazing to me. Temple was a laughingstock football program. And I didn't care because I had no vested interest in Temple, but he turned them into something. He turned them into a, a perennial, you know, bowl team. And by, the way, Sean, by the way, Sean Chandler was high on him too. There you go, right. Yeah. Yes, forgot, that's another guy. I forgot, guy. To, mention that. Yeah, I forgot to ask you about him. Yeah, sure. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. What'd he say? He liked him a lot. Yeah, right. He liked him a lot. Yeah. So, you know, and then he turns Baylor around. I, I, you know, Baylor's, what, ranked seventh? And they're, they're playing in the Sugar Bowl, for God's sake? Like, it's unheard of. So if there's a guy to come in here and do it, it's him. And, and you, like you said before, you, you don't want to go with the – you're not sure if you want to go with a guy who's failed as a head coach before. Um, but I, I would like to see what McDaniel could do with, with, the, with the offense. But, hey, look, that's the guy I want. So mm-hmm. anything else, pal? No, I think we covered everything, man. All right, so right now we'll plan to do it again next Monday, unless unless it's coaching hiring, right? Yeah, coaching hiring. But you think it's going to happen within a week? Jerry, listen. Wow, what your wife's cousin said could be true. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know the Giants talk to him, whatever it is. Um, they can they can meet with the enemy quickly, right? Uh, he's got a week off now due, due to uh, yeah. that bump Belichick losing to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. Huh? Wow. So uh, the enemy, they're going to meet this week. Yeah. Okay. Not, not McDaniels. He's playing. He can't. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to meet with the enemy. And obviously they're going to meet with Matt Rule probably right after the Sugar Bowl. Right. I wonder if they meet with the enemy and then Rule and then they even interview anybody else. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Right. So. Yeah. So right now, Jerry, it's Biennemi, McDaniels, and Rule, and that's what they have listed, right? The meeting, yeah. the request yep. to meet, right? Yep. Okay. And then we'll see you about uh, Todd Bowles. <laughs> yes, Todd Bowles, right. And, and James Betcher will get an interview, too, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, and by the way, everybody keeps tweeting, why isn't Betcher fired? Because the next coach comes in and picks his staff, right? That's how that – Yeah. Like, technically, yeah. he's still on the – Yeah, the he's still on the staff. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry about it, guys. Although, he's although uh, you know, uh, Lunda Wells was in the locker room today, and – and it was all like, all right, coach, good luck. You know, he they all expect to be gone. Yeah, <laughs> you right. know, they haven't been fired yet, but they know they're out the door. I hope McGahee comes back. So do I. So yeah, do I. I so like him. So if a, a guy like Rule gets hired, he'll, he'll evaluate, you know, his coaching staff that's there now, and he'll bring in his own guys, you know? Right, good stuff, buddy. All right, man. Uh, we'll print after the um, the coach is announced. We'll have a after bunch the of rule hiring? After Matt, after Matt Rule gets hired, yes. <laughs> Uh, then we'll, we'll print and then we'll, we'll let you guys know. Like I said, so we'll, we'll do this again next Monday. If anything happens beforehand, we'll have an emergency one. Or if anything happens interesting tomorrow, Chris and I will discuss it. So that's all I got. Jerry, quickly. Yeah. Yes. Do you have a 1A rule and then somebody else? Or no, you just... Uh, no, I got to learn more about Biennemi and McDaniel. I mean, I, 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 don't, I'm not, I don't know Biennemi well enough to say I'd want him over McDaniel. Gotcha. Um, I mean, yeah, 1A is Belichick. Does that count? Or no, that doesn't count. Right? I wish. Well, that would be one then. <laughs> right, he's one. Uh, so. All right. All right, Giant fans. Uh, to order a subscription or a copy of the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magic.com as well for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R, and download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Anything else, buddy? Nope, that's it. Enjoy your new year, everybody. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye, everybody.